0: Hey Martyr!
1: Oh my god, hi!
0: Listeners want to know, what's going on with your love life?
1: Oh my god, don't get me started. These apps have me going crazy. I'm on there for hours, but I can't seem to find a date.
0: Have you heard of Motto? Motto is the new, no-nonsense hookup app for gay and queer people.
1: Hookup apps have become a staple in queer culture, but they also come with the bullshit. Headless torsos, blank profiles, catfish after catfish, and I feel like I'm always scrolling the grid.
0: Well, on Motto, every profile is verified by a real human, and every photo has a face. Motto sends you daily matches of people who match your interests and kinks. There are no fees, no ads, and no nonsense.
1: I love that. Sounds like my kind of app.
0: Get Motto today by going to the link in this episode's description or use invite code ZV. OGS when signing up. That's ZVOGS when signing up.
1: Ooh, I think I will. Motto gay and queer hookups without the nonsense. Wig, did you just say Wig? Wig, okay. Flying. Oh, hi, kids. Hello. I'm art here.
0: I'm C. Temper,
1: and this is.
0: We oh. uh
1: Caitlin, what are we doing today? Who are we talking to? Who do we have? Okay,
0: I I really hope I pronounce your name correctly. <laughs> I know how to say the first. Great way name. to start I...
1: off an interview.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I usually ask the guests before. You can take this part out work okay. here. Uh, I know you won't. <laughs> so we have tiktok and instagram influencer makeup artist extraordinaire joelle correa
2: Right, you got it. Yeah. yeah, so good. I'm white.
0: I'm sorry. Oh,
2: it's okay. You spicy white. You spicy
1: yeah.
2: white. Spicy mayo. Yeah,
1: yeah. She adds black pepper to some of her dishes. Oh, baby, we love. I actually did today. Corn. Oh my god, Caitlin, I you're not helping that
0: for my for my dinner.
1: Oh my god. Anyways, anyways. Okay.
0: <laughs> welcome to this shit show
1: (laughs) we have a lot to
0: get to so we'll just go right in yeah (laughs) um so you are from philly what was life like growing up in philadelphia
2: oh my goodness philadelphia is a breed of its own it is it is smaller than new york and um, some places are cleaner, some places are way dirtier than New York. And uh, I would say that it's just a home of really unhealthy food and it's rich in history. And it's it's growing up there was just like a, a mishmash of just so many different influences, like urban culture and some fashion and music and just all of that just was it's like a, a little mini melting pot of sorts.
0: I think you're our first guest from Philadelphia.
2: Really? Yeah, <laughs> you might be. Yeah, might yeah be. I think you oh, are. Oh, <laughs> see? I'm, I'm glad I get to Chris. I have such a deep love in my spirit and soul for Philadelphia. Um, <laughs> I've been there my whole life. So, and, you know, and I just recently moved from out of there. And it was, it was a sad moment. But, uh, you know, it was also time to move on, you know?
0: Totally. I mean... It's- it's a small big city i feel like it's also it
2: is yeah. it is you know and what's funny is that like people think of philadelphia and they automatically think that it encompasses pennsylvania but it really oh doesn't.
0: no oh god like pennsylvania <laughs> is, is so
2: huge yeah and then no. philadelphia is just this one city inside it's not even the it's not even the capital no. <laughs> not, which is really funny but um but yeah it's it's just it's it's so it's just filled with so much soul and just like, I just loved it. I loved growing up there. Like, I, I wouldn't have traded it for any other place. Um, and I mean, don't get me wrong. We, at first, it was kind of like in the rougher parts that, you know, my parents were in. We were on public assistance and stuff like that. And then we just slowly but surely, as my mom got her degree and dad got like more financially stable, we were able to kind of like move into better areas. They sent me and my sister to, to private school, which was a big sacrifice for them. We didn't live lavishly because of that always had a used car always rented we never owned a home or anything like that we were in a row home our whole lives uh we were above a pawn shop you know when we when we were like the first in philly uh right next to the the L on on um on Frankfurt which you know that's a major transportation hub and I remember you know like my my baby years like being in there like my toddler years like that apartment and I just that progression in life, uh, was natural for us. So that was, you know, I'm very blessed. I had a really great, great family. And, um, you know, when, uh, when it came to like, obviously, like love and showing love in the household, and Philly is just not shy of personality. There's a lot of spunk to Philly that a lot of people don't know how to either understand or digest. But it's it's something it's definitely something. I mean, we like to burn down our city when we win games. So
3: yes, you know,
2: <laughs> that that's us. That is the chaos that we are.
0: <laughs> marty did you have a question
1: oh no i'm good oh, okay i thought yeah,
0: you yeah. wanted i to had this. a
2: comment but it's it's not it's not important so we're okay. good were you were you about the, were you about to shit on philly marty yeah. no oh, i love philly I heard, by the way i wasn't yeah yeah right yeah, yeah yes, 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 yes. this so, is an okay.
0: explicit podcast
3: yeah okay no i love
1: yeah. philly i've only been once but i, I do like philly okay. um yeah, yeah um no i was gonna say because philly's not too far from new york it's it's like
2: not purple. at all it's super close yeah super Um, close
1: yeah um well okay speaking about growing up um how did um i guess how did your foundation for your love of makeup like start
2: i would have to say like the first person that was like really really into makeup i would have to be like my sister like the one that like the one that does and knows makeup the way i know makeup is you know my sister but i was not a makeup person at all like i was always just like Artistic. I was always painting and drawing and playing video games and and writing and making music and and you know musicianship and all that. That's like really where my heart was with everything. Um, and then it wasn't until like I was probably when I was working for I, w- I used to work for Lush Cosmetics actually at one point in at one oh. point in time many <laughs> moons ago. Yeah, and um, the girls that I used to work with would always have a winged liner. And I always, always thought it just always looked so fierce. And I was like, oh my god, like I, I just love your eyeliner. And they were like, girl, I just go get the Kat Von D uh, liner from from Sephora right across the street. And uh, and that's what I did. One day I just dared myself to get it, and I started rocking winged eyeliner to work. Um, and people would always compliment it. They would always say like such you know positive things, um, and and receive it really nicely. And then I you know became obsessed with drag obsessed obsessed with drag and then at one point I thought that I was gonna go down the drag performer route oh I started to like learn you know like the the principles of just like sculpting a face and you know all that stuff and then it it just turned into ah I don't want to do that but I just love shiny colorful glittery things so let's just go ahead and put shiny colorful glittery things on my face and I just kept doing it and before you know it morphe reposted me and then it just kind of it it kind of just kept something kept happening from that point on in the makeup realm for me um so yeah my it was just a very natural like falling into that that kind of happened with it
0: um when did you decide to like bring your artistic makeup skills online
2: I would say, like, on Instagram, I was just, like, being me, and I was just like, oh, like, I'm just going to post myself with some, you know, with some makeup on, like, just for fun, you know? And, like, I guess, like, all my close friends and family, they were kind of, like, very supportive, and they were like, oh, we love this, it's this so creative, like, this looks so good. Looking back, it did not look that great. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was just them supporting, and then just getting that positive reaffirming, like vibration from people that you just kind of go you know what like yeah whatever like I'm gonna post more of this and then before you know it it became my feed that I would just post you know an eye look and then I would just start to tag the makeup brands and that's how Morphe had reposted me and that was the first time I had ever like I don't know, got any recognition for like something that wasn't like music related it was always music my whole life And then, yeah, when they reposted me, I had gained, like, a couple thousand followers, which had never, that's not anything that had ever happened to me before. Um, And that was, like, my first, like, foray into, like, oh, okay, like, so this is how this happens to people kind of deal. Um, And then COVID happened, and then that kind of was, like, we were all at home. Like, there was nothing for any of us to do, so... TikTok was just kind of like this sphere where people were being really goofy and kind of just like the the social veil was kind of lifted on TikTok. Like it was very transparent. I was tapping into a different sector of humanity in the internet there. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Like I I wanna be goofy on here because Instagram was like just this place where I would kind of use as a portfolio for my makeup looks. So I wanted something that was gonna kind of like tear that social veil off for me. So then I just started lip syncing and like, like doing little like stupid little videos on there. And then a a nine second clip from mean girls went viral where Katie's asking if there's alcohol, uh, to Regina's mom. And she goes, Oh God, honey, no. But if you are like, you know, I'd rather you do it in the house type of deal. Like that, that little nine second clip that went viral. And that got like 2 million views or something like that, or a million and a half views. It was something wild like that. And That was like really like my first like viral moment. So, uh, you know, me posting the makeup stuff online was just like this, like, you know, a creative outlet that just kind of turned into, it got more and more validation, more and more positive, you know, feedback. And it just grew and grew and grew organically.
0: How did you decide on your point of view? Because I feel like. With all the content creators, they kind of have, like, a consistent point of view. When did you decide, Mm -hmm. oh, this is what, like, when people come to my page, this is what they could expect?
2: I think, for me, it was just, like, I didn't see anybody at the time. First off, I didn't see any cis men foraying into makeup and doing it with comedy. Like, that's, and these are all things I love. Like, I love comedy. I love performing arts. I love fashion. I love film. I love You know all of that so it just kind of felt like it was a perfect kind of like blend of what you know people could appreciate like if i i bond obviously a lot easier with females than i do with like my cis straight male hetero counterparts so to me using feet like you know audio audios by by female comedians that were catering to female themes or feminine themes were, were just something that like naturally just resonated with me. So just have this like person obviously who doesn't take themselves too seriously. I'm getting, I'm a, I'm a grown man. That's putting on makeup. I'm not taking myself seriously at all. That's the whole point. I just love creating and I love just being and existing and being positive. And uh, that's just kind of like where it started. Um, but then like, you know, that was one way. I mean, to, to touch on what you were saying, it's kind of hard to say that I've even really picked uh like a point of view still, cause then there were, you know, I, I had, you know, clapped back at this transphobic person one time on on TikTok and, and that went viral. And there was a hater that I had like, replied to a comment with and and that had gone viral. So like <laughs> I had gone viral, like for a little set, like several div- like, little, like different things. Mm-hmm. So it was just something that like, for me, I'm still kind of figuring out like, how can I tell the world who, like what Joelle is about? Mm-hmm. But still get this like vibe across, like this comedy, the color, the mm-hmm. you know, so that's why I, you know, I'm I'm foraying into just kind of letting people get to know me a bit more now. Okay. I'm uh, I'm I'm a very guarded person by proxy, especially with people whom I don't know, which is mm-hmm. the internet, the entire internet, beyonce <laughs> of internet. And um, so yeah, so that's that's kind of still a work in progress for me.
0: One thing I like about your videos is that you kind of break the fourth wall, and I you don't see a lot of like content creators doing that, and I think it's just like something fun that your videos have.
2: <laughs> I, I I like to do that. I I'm glad you noticed because that's something <laughs> I I genuinely vibe with doing. I just like not taking anything way too seriously when it comes to online.
0: I feel like it kind of personalizes the experience too with the mm-hmm. like viewer, I guess.
2: <laughs> no, for sure. For sure. And, and there's always something I'm trying to say in the in the comedy choices I select too. Mm-hmm. you know, um, especially, you know, when I find, you know, people who have a platform already comedically, you know, um, you know, talk about either queer issues, trans issues, and they can kind of, you know, make a joke, make a joke in an intelligent fashion that can actually be very forward thinking. Like I love that. I love that because it kind of repositions its delivery and the vessel of its delivery. And I think that you reach a sector of person that I don't think that you normally would reach if it was just delivered in a straightforward fashion, but seeing it delivered through a different creative lens, I think sometimes helps people digest the, the message differently. I don't know why, but sometimes you'll see in the comments, people say like, I never really thought about that that way, but that's a really good point. you know. And it's people who follow me who who know what I'm about, but for some reason, maybe this particular thing, the way that this comedian presented this, really just kind of restructured or reframed it or somehow just tossed a different lens for perception on it, which I yeah. think is just the rad point about this all too.
0: Yeah, I think it like personalizes it, especially if it's about specific issues. Like yeah, you might hear about it, but you won't know somebody who's experiencing exactly. whatever it is. Yeah.
1: I, w- I was going to ask, um, because your audio it's not necessarily like clips i've seen like on tiktok so i was wondering like where where you necessarily like would find them or because i feel like there are a lot of like stand-up moments too so. mm-hmm. yeah um, i
2: use a lot of stand-up comedy i actually love to use a lot of uh black comics as well like to to make sure that i'm, I'm spotlighting uh, black comedians black female comedians as well um I, I look everywhere, I'm just a comedy fan. So like I follow a lot of comedy pages, like especially on TikTok, tons of comedy pages. Um, and I'm very fortunate that my followers too, they're so, they, I, they've kind of tapped into, I think a bit of what my humor is and what I look for in things. My friends as well, uh, they'll send me things like, you know, oh, this is, this is great, this is perfect. Like you, you have to lip sync this audio, you have to do something to this audio. Uh, which is pretty awesome. Um, so th- it kind of can come from anywhere. If if I'm not inspired by it, though, I'm not going to use it. Like I don't just use comedy bits just to, for the sake of oh, I need to find a comedy bit to use. For me, it's more so like if there's nothing that that's hit my my feed that genuinely just speaks to this, then uh, I'm I'm probably gonna think of something else to make this week. And, you know, hopefully next week there will be a comedy bit that I can use or am inspired by.
0: I can relate. Cause I always have to find memes.
2: <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to, I, one thing about being a creator is that I just never want, and this is where I, I just never want it to be a job. And I like will never relinquish this is that I just want to always be inspired by what I make. I don't want to sit here and make something just because I have a deadline. Or because, oh, I didn't post today. Like, I'd rather not post that week, that month, that year. Uh, this past year, even, I would say, I felt very like I needed to kind of live for a while so that I can just have something to say. Because sometimes when you're saying something all the time, you find that there's really nothing going on in your head anymore. Like, you're not thinking anymore. You're just talking. Mm-hmm. um So, yeah, like this past year, it was just kind of me kind of going back into like a turtle stage where I was just kind of like in my shell and I wanted to live and experience and and remember that there's a life to live outside of you know social media feeds and and make memories and and have a point of view you know every year that passes we change they say we change every couple of weeks or months or whatever that is so very that I just never want to just create to create I want to be disciplined about creating that's one thing but I I never just want to put something out there and expect my audience to eat something like that up just because I made it. You know, I, I want it to be something that I can stand by even if they don't like it. Like I yeah. I want to like it. Totally.
0: I definitely think like a lot of, especially when content creators get bigger, like they, a lot of them do lose themselves or like go into like modes of depression because like yeah. it's just a lot, I guess, mentally. It
3: <laughs> is. It,
2: it is. And, and it's also hard to keep up with, all the different algorithms and Mm -hmm. all the different audiences that there are for all the different social media platforms. Facebook is one avenue. TikTok is another avenue. Instagram's another avenue. YouTube's another. And the the comments that you'll get, Mm -hmm. the engagement that you'll get, Mm -hmm. all of it just completely varies platform to platform. And that's exhausting. You know, when you're the only person that's creating the content, recording, setting up the lighting, editing, all of the above yeah it's very easy for you to just feel like there is no mental bandwidth left just for you to even like be social with your friends mm. like you you suddenly are just like wow this thing that I love doing which is just making a video and posting it for fun now has become this full-fledged production and if I don't do this now what so it's 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 definitely a lot I can you know I used to think like oh these creators like they they literally like their home they get to like just create all day like what could you possibly complain about and now i understand that it's not really complaining it's more like needing to express where they're at and that's kind of where i felt that i've been is that i felt like i've been in this place where every time i'm uploading i'm seeing comments where people go like i haven't seen you in my feed in ages where have you been and i'm like i know i know that i've just like been so bad about like posting for a while but if I don't take care of me, there will be no one to post for you. Like, that's the thing is like, if I don't, if I don't make me happy, there will be no reason for me to post at all.
0: I feel like a lot of people don't understand that it's basically, you're basically running like a full-time business, but you're one person. It's not like a nine to five where you could like shut it off. (laughs) Yeah,
2: absolutely. And not, and, and not even that, right. It's also, it got to a point where I was, I went to West Texas. I went to Vegas. I went to, key west i've got i went to all these places and then randomly you'll get recognized by someone oh. <laughs> and when you get re- and that's the other thing is that like it'll just it'll even follow you in moments where you're not even doing something mm-hmm. and then i sat there and would think to myself like now i can understand why celebrities would get like irritated like <laughs> i can understand because sometimes you're just not feeling like mm. you, you know sometimes we're human we have off days sometimes yeah Sometimes you're just in a funk. It's not even like that you're mad or you're pissy. Sometimes you just like aren't yourself. Like you're mm-hmm. not that like th- that that light that everyone knows you for that day. Yeah. And you know it would don't me wrong. It was nice. It would almost like kind of like pep me up when something like that would happen, but. It would also in the back of my mind like stress me out because I like I would I was like I hope to God that like I don't like I was never like rude to someone mm. or like you know just was having an off moment didn't say something the right way and then like that that ends up being a person who like knows like that would yeah. be really embarrassing and I would never want that to happen but um yeah it it is exhausting and it just it just doesn't stop <laughs> it just doesn't stop
0: yeah totally um- yeah so you 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 currently have half a million followers over that on tick on tiktok and then over a hundred thousand followers on instagram what has (laughs) that been like
2: (laughs) that has been that's been wild like honestly it's crazy because i remember when i had gotten ten thousand on tiktok Mm -hmm. like i remember like those milestones for me um and it's 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 honestly like I still can't believe it sometimes when I sit there and I look I'm like this is crazy like even just this month my Instagram had grown from I think like 103 and now we're at 108 so something like that to me it's just like that's that is it's just still crazy to me. like people are still going like oh no I want to follow you like I'm I'm into this like like y'all bitches don't get tired of me like this is crazy um but uh but no that's just been it's been really cool it's opened up a lot of doors for me it's been able to pay a lot of bills um yes (laughs) absolutely we do especially if it comes from companies that make a lot of money that's Mm. right um Mm -hmm. so i've been able to luckily move into this beautiful apartment you Mm -hmm. know with my partner and i'm just like very very happy about that and so I, i feel very blessed i i we have a trip to japan coming up what? Oh, i didn't know very this. excited about we'll give you the dates y'all can book your own accommodations and we can yeah, do the things no. girl um oh, but no man. it's i'm i'm very excited and i have i've never i've been to mexico i've been to canada i've been to several islands in the caribbean but like this is going to be the first time that i have like flown across the ponds, like for real for real like this is a 14 hour flight girl yep, this, this, yep. this is not for the faint of heart nope. this is for those who are in it to win it
0: no yeah it's um,
2: intense <laughs> i'm making a travel guide for myself like it is a whole thing like
0: i could help you too i'm obsessed with like japan tiktok <laughs> oh my god i just watch videos all day
2: Oh, listen for like
0: a trip that's never gonna happen anytime
2: soon. (laughs) Oh, I wouldn't say that. Like, honestly, like maybe if (laughs) If, you're—I was gonna say like if if you like really want to make it like budget friendly, you can, girl. Like, there's Mm -hmm. ways to do that because like Zip Air is like very budget friendly for for uh flying over there. Um, I think like the the fares can even go as low as like I think four hundred dollars or something. What? Yes, but that's obviously crazy. it's going to be like probably like you're oh,
0: 10, yeah, like you'll be there in layover. like three days. <laughs>
2: right, right. But like, does it matter if you're going to get there for $300? Absolutely.
0: Uh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I- I've done crazy flights like that before. So.
2: Oh <laughs> so, and that's the thing is that we're young. I always say do this now while you're young. Because mm-hmm. like when we're like you know 70 and we need like a, a knee surgery or a hip replacement like them 14 hour flights gonna hit differently at that age girl oh god mm. so Tell that's me. why i say do it now you're everyone right everyone trying to be all practical and rich. no spend the money now <laughs> do it now go no
0: seriously <laughs> yeah
2: like for real for real <laughs> um I
1: just wanted to touch on something you brought up a little earlier. Um, talking about like algorithms and mm. you know dealing with different platforms and stuff. Uh have what have like kind of tips have you learned through your experience about like staying relevant, staying in the good graces of the algorithm god <laughs>
3: <laughs> the algorithm god
1: that be? yeah. Marcia yes. really um, needs to know. Yes, I do. I, <laughs> I think, honest,
2: honestly, the I think the big thing is that they know i think the big thing is that, like i think these algorithms know that people don't need to overload things with hashtags anymore i think like things like overloading with hashtags things like like people who scroll through their feeds and they kind of double tap on like almost everything you know like Mm -hmm. doom scrolling i think like being very intentional and methodical about what you engage with the circle in which the algorithm kind of like, because I kind of feel like the algorithms look at our accounts in a Venn diagram fashion. And I feel like they kind of look at it as like, oh, you are, you're queer, you're, you're black or brown or POC of some sort, okay. You, there's makeup, there's art, there's comedy here. So I intentionally am very strategic about like, mo- mainly only following those types of accounts on that type of of brand page so
3: hmm.
2: obviously there's other things mixed in there too obviously i have friends i have family like that's yeah. still in there too but i think like just be, just knowing like okay like i'm not gonna sit here and um just put something as like insta gay hashtag insta yeah just because i'm gay like i'm not mm-hmm. gonna like i'm not gonna like that's like low-hanging fruit and i think that these algorithms know at this point that when there is an audience that's really tapped into what you're making, hashtags don't matter, because they're interested in your content, what you should be thinking about is, how can I make people linger on my content longer? Because that's the thing. It's all about it studying how much time that a person sit there and and, and Mm. not swipe on you like they were sitting there looking at your video, watching your video, They, they maybe went into the comment section. Maybe they liked it. Maybe they forwarded it to to, to a couple of friends. Maybe they put it onto their story. The stronger that content is, and you're going to, and then you feed that need to that audience to do that. Like if you are somehow getting them to do that, then the algorithm kind of knows, all right, we can start. You're putting out relevant content. Like Mm -hmm. you're not putting out spammy content. Mm. I also will go from, you know, posting very consistently. And sometimes I'll just take a little break. Not too long a break. Because you don't want to sit there and have people forget about you. Yeah. So it's just something where you just take a little break, a little break. And sometimes, I know this is random, too, and I just said not to do this. And sometimes taking that really extended break is the key, too. Sometimes when there's, like, this lull in the social sphere where there's just kind of, like, nothing really happening. And you just kind of toss that one thing out there. And they're like, oh, my God, yeah. Like, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot about you, girl. Like, yes, yes. Like, let me go ahead and double tap on this. I think it's just like being intuitive and knowing how to kind of like put your finger on the pulse of what's happening with that. But in general, that's been my experience with the algorithm. And I think that's how you can kind of make your content work for you. And even then, you're still always going to be at the mercy of the algorithm. There's times where I think that something's going to be a super strong performer and it doesn't get that many views. And then other times, this video that I think is going to bomb it just gets all the viewership in the world. I I don't under it it's something that there's no code for to hack, but at the end of the day I just think it's more so about how long can you get people to stay and engage with your content in some fashion. I so. know
0: certain apps like track the viewers like eye movement and where they mm-hmm. put their eyes on the screen, so like yeah. it it all makes sense.
2: Yes, yeah, for, yeah, sure. Uh... for sure. For <laughs> sure. <laughs> Well, listen, how do you think our feeds are so catered to us? Yeah, They've never true. been as catered to us as they are now, girl.
0: Though mm-hmm. I think TikTok's been slacking lately. I think they changed something because my my they For You page used to be a lot better.
3: <laughs> they they seem like to get a little who experimental.
0: Whoever I got to complain to about this, like I used to have a great <laughs> For You page, and I don't know what the hell happened.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I would agree with you.
0: Yes. I don't know what they're doing. Um, what are your thoughts on Reels versus TikTok videos because I know they're very different?
2: Um, I would say like Reels has a bit to go with user interface and making that user friendly. Um, I think that TikTok kind of took Snapchat and made it a more permanent posting mm. ground. Like cuz if you think about how you film a TikTok, the interface is very Snapchat like. So they you they were very smart. They used an interface that people already were gonna be familiar with, like holding your finger down, like that whole dynamic, like they they tapped into it. The timer is very easy to understand. All of it's super easy to understand. Now, when you go to Reels, it kind of feels like you're like you just went from a Mac to a PC and you're like, uh... how did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> what was this decision? <laughs> Uh, I don't know where anything is. Why are we calling it this? Why is this button located in this part of the screen? What it it just has a lot to, I think, to really learn in order to really kind of get its richness. But in my opinion, all that reels are at this point is just a regurgitation of everything that's on TikTok. It's just at a just on a delay. Um, (laughs) because me personally, like, I Purposely post all of my TikToks on Reels, but without the TikTok watermark, so that it can be original content for Reels. Um, oh, and yeah, and that's and that's literally what I do. But yeah, to me, there, I like the amount of TikToks I literally just see repeated on Reels is wild. to all me. Of them. All of them. wild.
1: I, yeah, I was, I, I was yeah, going to
2: say like I I don't know
1: if I've seen like an original reel. It's always like right? something I've seen. <laughs> on tiktok before
2: exactly Yeah. exactly or it was made in a third party app like cap cut mm-hmm. or beat or something like that and then it just gets tossed over into instagram or tiktok one of the two yeah i, for sure. I,
0: heard, I heard reels does better visually like people watch it uh, yeah people watch it without sound but tiktok they'll listen to the sound
2: i will say that i feel mm-hmm. like reels has a lot more of those instagrammy kind of videos like where it'll be like uh, a drone shot like over like a Bermuda waterfall that's like falling into the most beautiful crystalline turquoise water like and it'll have like that like helicopter kind of shot that's like slow mo with like some like, you know, lo fi music playing so like whereas I feel like TikTok you're getting a lot more original content like you're getting People going, so the other day, you won't believe this. And -hmm. it's somebody going through this whole story time or it's someone going through a recipe or at least it's my for you page, Um, you know, something like that. I just kind of feel like you're seeing a lot more of like that, that user, that person to feed kind of Mm -hmm. content as opposed to like curated content. I feel like Reels is just a lot more curated. It's a lot more kind of feels like what Instagram always was, like a portfolio, like it's always like people's like best videos of something like it's the best of something that makes it onto their kind of deal
0: no oh, totally um before we take our break I don't know if you actually do want to talk about this but I'll ask anyway <laughs> you recently moved to New York City what's that been yeah. like
2: <laughs> I have loved it I've loved it so much it's been like it's been so much better that I could even anticipate like I enjoy things being, l- like, open later than 2 a.m., you know? So if I want to be out with my friends past 2 a.m., I-, I know, Caitlin, that is not something that you know what is, you know, what that's like anymore.
0: Nope.
3: nope. <laughs> um,
2: but, uh, but no, I-, I do, like, I just enjoy, you know, feeling a lot more comfortable in my queerness here in New York. Um, you know, people kind of just mind their business, even if you are a freak, right? And, and you're doing your, you're flying your freak flag high, I still feel like people just mind a bit more of their business here in New York than they do in other places, Uh, which I'm always going to appreciate because being a a femme boy with makeup, Mm. it's, uh, you know, especially I'm six foot one. So six foot one. You're not hiding.
3: You're not. Yeah, like I,
2: (laughs) baby, when I tell you my presence is loud (laughs) to people, it is loud to people when I'm in that state, so. I've loved it, though. I've, you know, it's been really magical and it's treated me well. And I just have no complaints. I love my apartment. I love my partner. I have a very beautiful life right now. And there's very little for me to sit here and just even raise an eyebrow at, to be honest with you. I love New York. Love, love, love New York.
0: We'll ask you in a year from now how you feel. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired of these
2: things y'all call rats. These are mini dogs. These are not rats.
1: (laughs) that was my brother actually but
2: that's hilarious
1: <laughs> well on that note i think we should take our first little break and we'll get you know talking about more makeup stuff yeah
0: makeup makeup
1: we'll yeah. be right back kids
0: bye, bye. Wig? did you just say wig? wig
1: okay go flying i had too much potassium um because i i um have i like had a bunch of pediolate and then a banana like not thinking um because i was trying to sober up from last night and yeah so and i was also drinking coffee and i was like oh
2: oh wait let me not do that yeah no
1: madam I know. No. So I'm just chugging water right you now. You know,
2: natural selection. Even though <laughs> people don't talk about it, it is a thing. It is absolutely like that is that is an ongoing scientific phenomena that will that will always be a thing that happens. In I spring. know.
1: Oh my god. And we're, jo- back. and we're
0: back. <laughs>
1: uh, you should keep that in. <laughs> we will. I'm gonna just keep in Joelle's comment. Though. Yeah, no, keep
0: Just start from there.
1: <laughs> just start from, you know, natural selection. <laughs> <does that> <laughs> oh my god. We will. <laughs> well, speaking about natural selection, uh, <laughs> um, okay. you've worked with brands <laughs> such as Ulta Beauty. Milk Makeup, ColourPop, and Morphe. Pick your favorite right now.
0: <laughs> no, no. Okay. Oh my goodness. No, that was not a question. That wasn't in a our outlet. <laughs> but
1: um, what is it? What, it, what was it like? Working what's it like them? working with uh bigger brands?
2: Um, sometimes it's like the Bomb. dot com. It's amazing. Love it. Smooth, affirming. Feels like something real crazy and out of this world. And then other times you're like, Am I really having to like? tell you that i'm gonna call my lawyers if you don't pay me like am i am i am i really gonna have to be am i, am I uh, is that yeah. gonna be our? like so that's that's a very interesting dynamic like it's mostly a pleasure mm-hmm. most brands are no issue they've been great some brands uh have left some you know undesirable tastes you know left in my mouth but i would say like when you get emailed from a brand and it's this brand that you really like recognize or you respect or you've always like, you're like, oh, it would be so cool if I ever got to work with them and you end up working with them. That is always going to be like a serotonin boost. You know, that's always going to be like a rush. But it's always kind of like surprising to see sometimes like how, how like scatterbrained some of these brands can be. And sometimes it's not the brand. Sometimes it's just the person that's in charge yeah. of maybe that that campaign or whatever but it's sometimes very interesting to see the like the spectrum of of how these brands deal with you know campaigns or deliverables or you know briefs creative campaigns or whatever the case is so but it's been it's been really lit i'm not gonna lie like i mean are you gonna get mad when it's like oh we'll pay you to talk about this This product, I will say that I don't work with any product that I actually would never use. Like, I'm not going to sit here and like, like if someone wanted me to make like a blue mascara ad, like, I'm like, I would never use blue mascara and I don't think blue mascara looks good. So like, I, (laughs) I'm not your prime like candidate for that campaign. You know, um, I got approached to do like women's vagina pills one time and I'm like, (laughs) what? what would I know (laughs) about like a suppository girl? Like what, why? How could you
0: even like test it out?
2: (laughs) That's Well, that's the thing is that like, they just kind of, they were like, oh, well, your audience is mostly female and it's just you telling them about this. I'm like, well, why would I tell them about that though? Like I'm a cis man. I know nothing of what it's like to live on that spectrum of life. You know what I mean, and so that's that is just not it. That is not the move. (laughs) But yeah, I've been approached by some very interesting brands and and products and whatnot. But other, I mean, all in all, though, it's pretty lit. It's pretty awesome. You also get to try out a bunch of stuff that you probably never would have bought with your own money, Mm. and it gets sent to you instead. Or maybe you probably never even would have heard of it, Mm. and it gets sent to you. And then you get hired for a campaign, and yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I've been able to pay off a lot of credit card debts with said money
0: Yep, i'm gonna start becoming an influencer now
1: because
2: i need to get Everyone's on that train <laughs> absolutely yeah there's enough cable for everybody That's i was right. gonna
1: say me and caitlin we should let's <laughs> be in our influencer era influencer
2: um, era i mean you technically kind of are. <laughs> I'm like a micro, micro, micro. You're like the micro, but
0: that's kind of like our podcast. Like, that's yeah. how,
2: but maybe a micro becomes a macro and I then a know. macro becomes, it, like, it just keeps going.
1: Um, <laughs> side tangent, I was just thinking, because you were talking at, or in the earlier part of the episode about, like, you know, people recognizing you and, like, having to deal with that. I, as uh, someone who walks to work in drag, um, I have to deal with that on the daily. But I'm not a I'm not a celebrity in the slightest, but I don't want to deal with anybody. <laughs> um, well, you the know.
2: thing is, we're human. We're not yeah. meant to be like able to cater to people all the time. Like mm-hmm. that's that is unnatural. Like yeah. to think that like that I'm just supposed to. And that's the thing is that you also know this one version of me. Mm. you don't know me on a bad day you don't know me when i'm sad you don't know me when i don't believe in myself that day like you don't know me in my human in my human spectrum you know me as this brand as this persona and i love that because that's a positive persona hopefully that's something that you've been able to find joy in but like i like even a more realistic example if i'm out with my friends and i am fucking like and i'm gonna get fucking shit-faced the last thing I want to be is recognized. (laughs) Like I don't want to be recognized as I'm drunken to a stupor (laughs) and I can't even like, I can't even understand what you're telling me. Like you're sitting here saying like, Oh, like, what's your next video going to be about? And I'm like, I love Doja Cat's new video. Like, you know, like (laughs) just me completely just off my rocker not making (laughs) any sense. And so, yeah, like that's, that's the other thing. We're just not meant to, as human beings. Like we're meant mm-hmm. to have alone time. We're meant to decompress, disconnect. We're meant to literally have those boundaries. Mm-hmm. So having this thing in the back of my head, where like at any moment, like oh god, someone could. And, because when I was in West Texas, y'all, I was. When I tell you, I, it was West Texas, baby. There were scorpions, snakes, and spiders, and dust, okay? There were tumbleweeds and tornadoes out there. And that was just the airport. <laughs> uh, baby, I wish that we were in a place that was so established that it even had an airport. That is our <laughs> like, We were in a dust bowl, and it was just wild that, like, someone just came out of the back. They were literally working inside of this thrift shop. They came out of the back door, and they were like, oh, my God, I know exactly where. I follow you. And I'm like, this is crazy. This is crazy. It is like a Thursday afternoon. (laughs) Like this is, and I'm in West, like in the place that I thought that I would never get recognized, like West Texas. So, you know, one thing is New York. One thing is Philly. You know, like these, these things make sense. But when you start reaching like really obscure places like West Texas, like Marfa, Texas. Yeah. You start to sit there and go like, yeah, this is this is kind of wild. This is a little wild that, that like people are like, this is, this is a part of the hundred thousand on Instagram, or this is a part of the 500,000 on TikTok. Like now that number starts to make sense mm. when you start read, like going into places and people recognize you like that. Like that's when it starts to hit you. Like, Oh, this is, people do follow me. Those those aren't bots. Mm. Those are actual people. Cause Holy crap. Mm. um, Yeah. So that's, it's exhausting. And Marty, that's, you especially, you paint very brand on, you know, like there is a brand to your paint. So that's why, like, and you, and that's the thing is that you have to, like,
3: mm-hmm. obviously
2: being a drag performer, the whole point is to have a face that people recognize so that mm-hmm. the brand is associated in their heads. So, but it is such a commitment, I know, mentally to like, not, not only get in it, because getting it even accomplished is one part of the mental Olympic. But then carrying that out, and then you you have that on the rest of the night, too. Mm. Like, the one cool thing about when I'm wearing, wearing makeup, and you probably would agree, I don't know if this is a, a thing you would empathize with, but I love wearing makeup, especially in toxic cis men environments. I love it so much because I love making them not think about themselves for just two seconds. And I can see it happen when they look at me and they go like, and they don't know what they're looking at. They're like, is this person, is this person trans? Is mm-hmm. this person like, and I just love that. I just, I can see the line of questioning going through their head. And I just love to challenge their space that they've like deemed theirs in that sense. Like, I love to challenge that so much because guys, you don't you, own everything, mm-hmm. you not own everything. Um. <laughs> So yeah, I, I love it. It's like an armor. So sometimes I like being polarizing with, you know, being glam and femme in really masculine, jockey mm-hmm. spaces. You know, like Fire Island. Oh, I love I love turning <laughs> up in Fire Island making bitches uncomfortable, girl. I As love you
1: should, that. Diva. Yeah. Uh gotta show the Pines boys what they are missing. <laughs> and
2: it's just so funny because like then you'll see them toss some like chunky glitter on their cheeks and they just really think they've outdone themselves. And I'm like, y'all are <laughs> y'all are so cute y'all are
1: so cute <laughs> bottom of the barrel <laughs> uh, yes yeah um uh, what was it um so i famously don't walk home with anything on me like weapon wise or anything but like my makeup you is, shouldn't like,
0: tell people
1: that. i know i shouldn't <laughs> whatever um but like my um uh, my makeup is like an armor because like i am so striking to people they're ter- i'm i'm the crazy one in this situation yeah so they're terrified. Yeah. So. Well, you're well, the clown funny. from it. Yeah, I'm well, the clown from it.
2: <laughs> well, the thing is, like, you do, you're, you're, you very much have a warrior mask on mm. in your paint. Yeah. I, what's funny is that for me, you can tell that there, you can see that there's this demasculinization process that's happening with me because I'm obviously wearing very femme, very glam makeup, mm. like very Kim K, mm. very sculpted, very bl- like just soft blending everywhere. It's, it's very that. So you can just see them just immediately look at my six foot one ass and they're just like, oh God, where's this man's father? you know what I mean? <laughs> like I, just, I, can, I can just see them thinking this, but it's just so funny because when you just have such a, a firm grasp on what you love, you can, you almost start to feel bad that their mind can't go farther than what you see it go to. Like you can see the limitation on their thinking. And that is always so interesting to me when you can see that, you can see when they hit that mental ceiling, that glass ceiling of what am I looking at? And I'm like, yeah, because to you, like there is just this like pre-set options. Like if we're, you know, it's 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 really interesting, but I, I do love it. It is an armor for me and um, yeah, I love it. It's great.
0: What have been your biggest artistic influences when it comes to makeup?
2: I would say my homegirls at Lush Cosmetics that told me to get that eyeliner for that first time. My sister, who, like, I would, like, she put me on to, like, she would always watch, like, beauty YouTube. So I would just see her. I would never watch it with her. Now I do. Mm -hmm. But I would never watch it with her before. But me just knowing that there was this beauty spectrum, beauty space on YouTube was brought to my attention because of my sister. Um... And then I would just have to say like all like the women in my life that raised me, like I, I've just always been like a naturally born feminist. Like I've just always been a person that just, I've always stuck up for women. I just love, I love women. I love femininity. I love, I love the fact that women can, can bear children and bring life. I love that they per capita are smarter than men, but keep their emotions way more in control. The fact that, way more men cannot handle their emotions than women can, but women are gaslit into believing that. Like it's, so there's just this thing where I just have this innate, just drawing to that that femininity and the divine feminine, if you will. And um, yeah, it's just something that like, I think always just inspired that. I've always been inspired by strong women. I love female hip hop. I love um, strong um personalities that i would see even just like you know on trash tv you know like you you have things like naomi campbell and and tyra having their moments and (laughs) you know these these are just like all you know just strong women i just love 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 strong women and um and putting femininity out there as this uh as something that it, that that it is which is just strong and and soft at the same time and um and yeah that's that's always what kind of inspires like the makeup sphere for me and color and graffiti mm. so like the, my love of color comes from just like graffiti like hardcore always have loved graffiti always loved street art always loved street fashion which was always just a lot of bold color color blocking you know a, a plain white tee with dark navy jeans and, like, like red, like, hot red, like, primary red sneakers. Like, these are all things that, like, growing up in, in Philly, like, I would just see, like, these pops of color and very just, like, straight delivery of color. And I just love that so much. And then color schemes that just, I, I could just never think of these color schemes. Like, pairing you know, a, a lilac with, you know, a lime green or something like just something where you're just like, No, this is great. Like this is this is kind like I love this. <laughs> um, and yeah, so that all kind of just fuses into what the makeup artistry becomes, which I just love femme fatale. I love color. And I love glitter. So
0: um, what's the difference between putting makeup on yourself versus putting it on other people?
2: Oh, my God, totally different totally different me like i love to make a bold impact with my makeup when i do it on myself because i want it to match my energy like my whole thing is my makeup matches what i'm feeling and um it's so interesting because when i would do freelancing for like brides it's just so wild because i would sit there and always just wonder like why did y'all hire me (laughs) if all you wanted was like a couple individual Ardell's on the end of your lashes and like <laughs> a little champagne glimmer on your lid. Did you really need me to come out here and do this for you? Like this is, this is wild. Like the, like what people want for their glam Um wow. Because Read me with the it. Ardell. <laughs> huh?
0: Read me with the Ardell. <laughs> Did you, Is that what you yeah. wanted? You just want a
2: couple individuals? I t- like yeah, that, I didn't girl, want that, too much. <laughs> that's that's literally most brides that I ever worked with. That is, I want to say that's like ninety eight percent of the brides I've ever. I think there was only one bride that I worked with that wasn't like that, and she was. It was an Indian bride actually, mm. and she literally even said but I want you to know, like, I'm not about that clean girl aesthetic. Like, she's like, I want, like, va va boom, like, very Kim K. And I was like... And when she said this, I'm like, girl, this is what everybody says. And then when we get there, it's like, I just want a little lash. Yeah. A little shimmer. A little, you know, a little... And I'm like, okay, girl. Like, this isn't... You don't need me to do this. Like, you could do this to yourself. But she was a lot of fun. We put, like, a lot of gold glimmer on her, and she. we did, like, a cut crease on her. She looked gorgeous and all my brides look gorgeous but but my whole point more so is just it's just so interesting that like my glam like I would never think that that's it's like a tattoo artist right like I guess like I look at makeup artistry as like tattoo artistry in the sense that like I'm not gonna go to someone who does like photo realism and tell them to do like a Sailor Jerry tattoo on me like, like I, why would I hire you for that? Like, that makes no sense. You know what I mean? But it's so that's how I would feel. I'm like, it's like you're hiring Kim K's makeup artist to like toss a gold shimmer on your lid, girl. Like, this is not necessary.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'll take the money, but <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, very. But here's oh, that's the other thing. I stopped freelancing because it's just oh god, it's just so much work. Yeah. That's the other thing about applying makeup on someone else is that. It is just such, you're just tossed in for such a loop. Anything could happen. Like mm-hmm. if I did uh, brides in the summer, for example, yeah. and they like decided that it was just going to be so amazing if they like went to the beach like three days prior and <gasps> got some sun. No. And I would sit there and be like, so now you're peeling.
0: Oh my God. Now you're,
2: so now you're peeling and you want me to sit here and make you look like you're not.
0: Oh my god!
2: I I I would dare you to make yourself look like you're not peeling without makeup. Let's 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 try to make that happen before you try to make me make you look like you're not peeling with makeup on your face. And then these yeah. are these are also the girls that were like, and I want to be mad. And I'm like, oh, that's even better. So you want to no, be mad? There's no way. <laughs> on top of peeling, I'm like, this, oh. you are, you are. It's yeah. So that's the other thing is like, just you have to be prepared for anything when you're freelancing like even if you did a test makeup run and you already matched her foundation I always brought foundation palettes with me because it just Mm. never failed it never failed something or the mother of the bride who is not in the contract at all who Mm. it wasn't even a thing suddenly now the mother of the bride wants to get you know her makeup done as well or um or this too, this was also annoying. The mother of the bride was oftentimes the most annoying one to deal with. It was actually like never even really the bride. Mm -hmm. Like the mother of the bride would be like, oh, well, what's in that? Because she's allergic to Well, you know what, Mary? She's a grown-ass woman, and she's literally about to give herself to a man. (laughs) Okay, She's she's literally about to bear children, do all of the things, (laughs) and guess what we don't know? We don't know if that's good for her, but we're going to do it anyway. (laughs) So, it was just, it's just so wild. Freelancing is not for the faint of heart. It is not for the faint of heart. It is, it requires a level of couth that no one I think ever wants to actually give like it is it is exhausting Mm. yeah
0: (laughs) well like I was thinking about because I love planning my wedding, even though it was really stressful. And I was like, oh, the bridal industry would be fun. But I was like, no, it wouldn't. Because I was an easy bride. But I know people are just like, it's such a stressful environment. It just turns you into a crazy person. Like,
2: oh my gosh. I,
0: could, I couldn't deal with that. Like, other It's people. a lot. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a lot. Um, What are the current makeup trends that you think our audience should know about?
2: Current makeup trends? I think like less powder is like very in right now you know people don't want to look too powdery people don't want to look too matte right now um here (laughs) we're not gonna count drag performers I was like
0: yikes I'm like I don't
2: know a single drag performer that's out here trying to look dewy on stage um so uh but yeah I would say that like a lot of you know tin and moisturizers are in right now Mm -hmm. and I think people are just in this in more of a skincare era, I mm. think. I think people are in I, I think people know now that taking care of your skin is the the secret to having good makeup. Um, you know, because it's it's literally the canvas you're working on, right? If you try to paint on a rock, it's not the same thing as painting on a canvas, like for sure. Um, so yeah, I would I would say like other than that, liquid highlighters are in. Um, you know, cream, everything is in because everything, we just want everything to mimic skin right now, which, Mm. which I like. And I can appreciate because when I see that done right, it is stunning. Like it is absolutely stunning. That glass skin effect, where it looks wet, where it looks like it's your actual skin, like, you know, just kind of giving off that little, that little perspiration dewy little moment. Like that's, that's like really, that's beautiful. Especially, on I will say, especially on brides, like I think on brides that looks particularly stunning because you're you're radiant that day, you're, you're supposed to be glowing that day and it just looks so natural. Um, so, yeah, I think that people should, you know, I think that's what they should be aware of is just like less is more. You don't need to do the big triangles of concealer under your eyes like we learned in 2016. You don't need to like bake for I mean, I bake under my eyes, uh, just so that like, if I know that I'm gonna be dancing all night, which I which I love to dance. So yeah, like <laughs> if I'm gonna be dancing all night, yeah, I'm gonna bake because I need to like make sure that this all stays put for as long as it can. And the other thing is that creasing is normal. People who wanna act like creasing doesn't happen, it's gonna happen. Okay, baby, we, we laugh, we smile, we frown, we eat, we chew. Our faces move and we have lines and it's okay. Like, it's gonna crease. People who try to tell you like, oh, your makeup's never gonna crease. If you do, it will. It will. Give it enough time and it will. Let Put you outside in some humidity, it will. Like girl, under the right circumstances, all makeup will crease. Like it, it is okay.
0: <laughs> um, What product could you not live without?
2: <sighs> God, that's a tough one. I would have to say... Oh, God, it's like a tie between three products. That's fine. It could be three. <laughs> okay. So it, w- it would have to be a tie. So like my Pat McGrath Foundation, that is like, I love my Pat McGrath Foundation. My Pat McGrath Foundation is just, it is just such a beautiful formula. Love it. Could not live without that. Um, I would say my Inglot gel liner, baby, that is bulletproof. I have put that on every bride that I had that's ever wanted a wing, and when I tell you, they have cried, they have accidentally scratched their eyes, like forgetting that they had makeup on. I have seen every kind of accident happen around that Inglot gel liner, and one thing that I will tell you is that that is more that that Inglot liner is more stable than all of our relationships
1: <laughs> combined. combined. Yeah. I had to stop quickly. using it because um, I had trouble getting it off
2: yeah <laughs> yeah you, you if you are not using a cleansing oil or a balm mm-hmm. directly on it and like letting it soak on it for a little mm-hmm. bit so that it like it just softens all it will girl it will stay there yeah. it will stay there especially if you use the the line with it which is like their mixing medium which makes it even like liquidier mm-hmm. I have even put that into like cake liners that Inglot Duraline and it will it like I will have to sit there with like a makeup wipe and actually like rub it off, which I hate doing. I hate using makeup wipes. Um so yeah, the Inglot gel liner and then my Cryolon Fixing Spray. Mm-hmm. I love her. That baby, when I tell you it could be the longest day in existence. And if I took a white towel at the end of a 24 hour day and put that to my face after using that fixing spray, there will be zero foundation on that towel. Like when I tell you it puts a shell on your face to make sure that you do not transfer. And the other thing about it that's kind of cool is that if you have a very matte look to you, it will actually give you like almost like a skin like texture again, because it's, since it's putting like a shell over you, it actually kind of makes you shiny again.
1: Mm-hmm. So it
2: gives you like back like that skin look if you've gone too matte in certain parts of your face. However, I will say be careful because if you use too much, you will look like a plastic couch. Like it you will <laughs> you will look like a plastic bag. Like because it's that's what it's doing. It's basically creating like this polymer shell like over your face, which yeah. is amazing. Uh, amazing. Like people use it, like you can. I could go underwater and nothing would happen to my makeup. Like Holy it would it's like literally encapsulated inside of the spray. I, I love it. I use it on all my brides as well. And when I tell you their makeup doesn't go anywhere, anywhere, especially white dress, they're kissing people mm. all day. People sweat and people have lip gloss on and accidentally kiss you and, and you got to, you know, tap that off and all that. Yeah, it's yes, like it is. It is fantastic. So those three are like, It kind of depends on what I needed that day, but if I had to just pick one, like like, if I couldn't pick makeup, like if I couldn't wear makeup the rest of the time, I would pick Mm -hmm. the gel liner because Mm -hmm. I can easily just toss a gel liner on and that could be your makeup look like the rest of your life. And there's that. So
0: you don't ever have to take it off.
2: (laughs) That part too, girl. I'll I'll just look like a warrior out here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, What are your current favorite makeup brands?
2: Oh, uh right now I would say Lancome because obviously I have my partnership with them this year. Uh, Absolutely, and they're my uh, mascara I
0: would... that I use.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you use the Lash Edel mascara?
0: I use. Uh, I, don't, I forget. Or is the it the hip,
2: or is it the Hypnose one? Is it's it the, the one, one in the black it... or the gold?
0: It's a black.
2: Okay, so you use the Hypnose. Yeah. Um, but, it, that one's good curious. too. I like the the Lash Edel though because it has like a curved wand that mm. like hugs my lashes very well. Oh, mm. love it so much. But I will say, um, besides Lancome, Pat McGrath and Danessa Myricks. Oh, my goodness. Danessa Myricks, too. Both I haven't of those heard brands. of that brand. You ever heard of Danessa Myricks? No. Oh, you are. You are in for a treat. Danessa mm. Myricks is like, she's like Pat McGrath. They're like the queens of duochromes and triochrome, like, eyeshadows. Oh. Like, their eyeshadows and pigments... I mean, Danessa has her own, like, she has a blurring balm powder, which it's, it goes on like a balm, which has like almost like a foundation tint to it. But it has this powder built into it that apparently one tablespoon can hold the surface area of moisture of a football field, apparently.
0: Whoa. Like,
2: it's good for days that like, you're going to be like really sweating, or it's Mm. very humid, so it doesn't disrupt your makeup, you put it as a primer. Danessa is, like, because she's, like, an actual, like, she's like Pat McGrath, where they yeah. are actual, like, MUAs who, like, they they care about professionals that actually work in the field. So they make products that, like, cater to professionals, which, oh, you, if you don't know about Danessa Myers, you're going to find out about it, and you're going to fall in love with it. It's going to be addicting.
0: Send me a list.
2: <laughs> oh, I will. Oh, a, she's in Sephora. You can go to Sephora. Oh, Okay yeah that's
0: that's easy to plan, but. um who are some of your favorite online makeup personalities
2: nikki tutorials um Goddess. love her love 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 her i also love robert welsh um he follows me actually robert welsh follows me on tiktok and on instagram and he's a sweetheart i actually dm'd him and i was i totally had a fangirl moment and i was <laughs> like I just need to tell you, like, you don't understand. I kind of fell in love with your videos during COVID or like right before COVID. And you've just been like, so like, you've been a friend when I didn't have a friend. Like, I know I don't know you, but like you're a virtual friend to me. Like, I just, I like, I wrote like a paragraph and, um, and he ended up writing back like, oh my God, you're so sweet. He said, uh thank you for like telling me that like you know i help you with your makeup because your makeup's actually good you know his whole thing is like (laughs) please he's always like please don't mention me if you're not good because like i'm like ashamed (laughs) (laughs) um but he says it jokingly obviously but um but yeah no he's he's another one that i adore um I would say like, other than that, I would say like Donnie Darkwood, she's not really like a huge, I, I know her more from like Instagram and TikTok. She's not like a YouTuber uh, like that, but I do, I do enjoy her a lot. Oh, Bailey Sarian. Love Bailey Sarian, her murder, makeup and mystery. She does the, um. she does her makeup while she goes over a real live, like makeup case. And she like goes from beginning to end and she'll like recap. She's done. She does it every Monday. I love, 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 love her. Um, she's just so funny. She's like a virtual best friend to me too. Ohama, oh, she's a dark skinned black girl. She does fantastic makeup. Jackie Ina, love her too. Um, Patrick Starr. Um, and I would say that's pretty much it. Um, definitely don't like Jeffree Star for all obvious reasons. Um, and yeah, because we like people who don't like to be racist and then say they're not racist randomly.
0: All right. Well, that kind of goes into my next question. <laughs> as <short> as,
2: <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was like, can I do this?
0: Um so speaking of people like Jeffree Star, like I feel like in the makeup online world, a lot of the social media stars try to get attention for their brands or whatever through like a lot of online drama to stay relevant. What are your thoughts about all of the drama all of the time?
2: <laughs> um, I would say that, like, as much as like, you know, and not to harp on this person too much, but as much as I don't like Jeffrey, the guy is way smarter than I would like him to be, honestly. He just knows how to keep his cell his name in circulation even if he's not even doing anything. Like, I have literally not even heard anyone give a shit about his brand in years. <laughs> it, it has felt like genuinely there has been such a fall from grace with that brand. And it's wild because he's still out here doing things. He's still inserting himself, commenting on trans things when he... Uh, don't, listen, don't even get me started on him in, in another way. But... um. Yeah, I I would say like with the drama and all of that. People don't like being lied to. I don't like being lied to, which is why I don't like to create things that I'm not inspired by because it kind of feels like I'm lying to people when I'm just like making something for the sake of making something. I think that people need to understand that we get lied to all the time, though. And we, I feel like we have a lot of virtue signaling when it comes to the drama that happens online. I feel like if you tap the right nerve at the right time with the right people, then you have way bigger backlash to answer to than if you somehow swept things under the rug or it was a different time or whatever. I just kind of feel like it's a very hit or miss moment. Me personally, I don't care because I buy what I want to buy. And for me to buy something because an influencer told me that they liked it is not good enough. I need to know like why you liked it. I need to understand, like I need to see how that worked and I'm still going to test it. And I'm also a person that returns things like crazy. I have no issue returning anything that I don't like or don't use. Like I will, I will return it. I have no issue with that. Um, So yeah, I think that when it comes to drama and stuff like that, Like, I know Jacqueline Hill's come under fire a ton. And here's the thing, like, you know, from what I understand, allegedly, you know, she kind of copied, you know, an independent, you know, brand and then just tried to steal that brand from underneath that person. And this is all alleged because I I just don't know. None of us knows the real truth. But again, it's just like a thing where I just don't waste mental space worrying about that shit. Like, to me, I got to worry about my own shit over here. I'm not, I'm not worried about what anybody else is doing. Unless you're a racist or a bigot, like Jeffree Star, then I'm probably going to say something about it. But I
0: I feel like there's been a couple of, like, racist, like, makeup YouTubers or whatever. Like, it's just always a lot. <laughs> I mean, even,
2: even Pearl recently from Drag Race oh, just gosh. got dragged into, you know, a yeah. whole fiasco. But here's the thing is that, like, it's just... That to me, I'm like, I don't know how you didn't think that was going to happen, girl, because that was very clear. <laughs> like, that to me, no one in your circle loves you, girl, because no one sat there <laughs> and told you. I think we should lighten her up just a little bit. Like, I think we should, ma- I think that when you look at her, you should assume she's white.
0: <laughs> she should have just think- gone up with the orange foundation. Like, I don't know why she didn't do that. That's my thoughts.
2: <laughs> yeah i mean so it it's just to me again the drama you know it's so interesting to see how much people care yes it's so interesting because like some of the drama has like no effect on even like on them per se it's just very interesting very very interesting but yeah i don't care i don't give i don't give a shit about the drama
0: I feel like a lot of people have parasocial relationships with all these YouTubers, and like mm-hmm. they've been there from day one or whatever, so they feel like, oh, this is my friend. Like this, is oh my yeah, friend. So, oh, it's like,
2: like it's full on entitlement. It yeah. is full on entitlement. I remember when I had first gone viral on TikTok, I was doing lives every Friday on TikTok, every Friday, like faithfully, same time, just there, painting, interacting. And that was so draining and exhausting. And my dad's death anniversary happened to be on a Friday. I didn't go live that Friday because that's the day that I kind of wanted to take for myself. This is all new to me. I'm not, this is also like, I don't work for an office. Like this, this is very informal. Like there is no hours to this. I post when I want, it is what it is. So it's just interesting. So I had gotten so many messages that Friday of followers that were pissed going like, if you weren't gonna be live, you should have told us that you weren't gonna be live. I don't know why you wouldn't have like put a video up saying like, hey guys, like I'm not gonna be live this week. Just let us know so that we're not sitting around just waiting for you to jump on. And I'm like, or you can just live your life.
1: I was gonna say, is that that serious? (laughs) Like,
2: Like, or you can just (laughs) literally live your life. Don't get me wrong. The human in me is like, maybe that person who knows? Like, I don't know what that person's yeah, going true. through. Like maybe mm-hmm. they are, they feel very alone. Maybe that is something that like they looked forward to and, and me not showing up that day really was a letdown for them. I'm not saying that that's not a valid truth for them, but get to understand a why before you start sitting here going talk. Like first the tone was wild. Like mm-hmm. to me, like th- just the approach was a little wild. Like mm-hmm. you could still have told me that that would have meant a lot to you without needing to take the route that you did. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I would like respond like what was my dad's death anniversary and I didn't want to be online doing my fucking makeup. Is that okay? Is that all right with you? Can I do that, Mary? And, um, you know, and then obviously their response is like, Oh my god, I had no idea. I'm like, but you shouldn't have to have an idea. Yeah, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't owe you this explanation for you to just have grace with people. It's very, it's just odd behavior. That's, that was the first time that I was like, ooh, this is weird. This is weird energy. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I like that. You know what I mean? Like, that was very, I didn't know how to take that. Um, And then ever since, I was just kind of like, I go live when I go live now. Y'all just gonna have to eat. Like, now y'all just gonna have to deal. <laughs> now what?
0: Well, I was so. going to say, it's better to go live now because they can start sending you money. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: pop, 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 pop. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. I never, that was the other thing. I was never in it. for. I still don't do this now, even still for the money. I would still be yeah, doing yeah. this if I wasn't collecting checks and stuff like that, like, because I, I was doing it before I was collecting checks. So, of course, I would still do it now. Um... To me, I just want to make sure that if I'm going to be creating, that it's just something that I feel good about creating. I don't want to be the guy that just does lip syncs all the time. Like, I want there to be that there's, like, a journey that people can come along with me on. You know, I want there to be something meaningful there besides just the comedy and the makeup, you know?
1: And on that note, (laughs) I think we'll take our second little break, kids, and we'll come back with our usual shit show of a wrap-up. We'll be right back. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know. Um, shit show of a wrap up. I mean, that's usually messy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. You're not wrong. Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. my wig
1: to go flying and we're back, we're back. Woo. We're woo. Woo woo woo. we've had such a lovely episode Yeah, um, so.
0: i like i like talking about like topics that we don't usually
1: cover on yeah days. yeah um, it's
0: refreshing
1: <laughs> and especially because like um knowing that like you were somewhat interested in like getting into drag but i think that relates a lot into how you present your work a lot so like I I, I get some and inf- ins- inspiration from that I, I like oh I yeah it. so no um, for sure and yeah.
2: and I have such a like avid respect and adoration and I champion drag performers so much like I, I that was like even my first experience with like my solo queer journey was like just going to drag shows and finding chosen family through just people who are just as much like okay to let their freak flag fry freak flag fry fly as uh as i would so yeah i'm i'm such a i'm always, i feel like that's always going to be a sector of my person so yeah for sure
1: i wish i like drag anyway
0: i was like <laughs> i don't champion anybody
2: just saying, i, just, We're just, I just hope everybody fails
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> all um, i do
0: is help other Please.
1: Well, one thing drag queens have in common is that a lot of them own their own makeup brands. And Joelle, do you think you ever would want to have your own makeup brand?
2: I have an idea of what I would do if I did have a makeup brand. Mm -hmm. But I have no desire to, like, make that happen right now. Mm. Like, to me, like, I was like, oh, like, this would be really, this would be really awesome to do. And I'm obviously not going to say it because I'm like who knows who the hell's listening and has the money and the resources to just make that happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, But I will say that like, yeah, I, w- I would know what I would do if I did, but I don't have any interest. Like I, I don't think I have the love of starting a business that much. Mm. Like Dude. that is uh, that is a huge commitment mm. um and undertaking. And the other thing is that I'm a perfectionist. So like, if it does not work the way that in my mind's eye, it would work no point in doing it at all, at all. I feel I- that.
0: I feel like you could do um like a collab though, too.
2: Oh, yeah. Like, I would brand. like sooner like do like, like Sigma, like I would probably get my favorite brushes from Sigma, like and mm. create like, like a lot of like influencers have done that where they've chosen like, these are the essentials like that I think everyone should have.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, I feel like I would do something like that. But like, palettes, like I, I just like, I like, would want your palette, though i i feel I you know, bro but like i, I know that what palette is so out there good. that like, isn't already like that you can't just somehow already make it happen with what you already own?
0: yeah but that's not what the public wants we,
2: oh. we
0: just you just want like repackaged you know
2: oh okay, okay. so we we just want to keep got it so capitalism, so,
0: so,
1: capitalism. yeah capitalism. It, it, <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> Kate, caitlin wants the palette but i want the skincare. Diva we can can we do both? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe um, I, I don't know if you can tell on the Zoom. Um, I still have last night's eyeliner on. Oh, <laughs> well, oh, listen, yes.
2: No judgment here. I It took me way too long to do the simplest mug yesterday. I was like, "This is this is too crazy. This is uh, taking too long."
1: I mean, I did fall asleep in my mug last night. So, anyways, besides so the point...
2: did I. <laughs> oh god
1: <laughs> okay then I feel less shitty about it <laughs> if you if you can do it and still have great skin I'll, I'll be okay I,
2: I mean yeah. I, I would not I use that
0: as a model <laughs> no, I, I did
2: the overhaul this morning though when I woke up this morning I'd like I really went in and did my, like, detox. like okay the oil cleanse and I went in with the double cleanse and I went in with an exfoliator yeah I, like I went in and I was like mm-hmm. I gotta get this out because this is now like up in these pores mm-hmm. girl I gotta yeah, get this okay. out of these pores I don't know.
1: Um, <laughs> feel that I, it's always like a power wash on this mug I swear <laughs> just,
2: just, just don't oh. use makeup wipes y'all be kind to I'm your face. Head. oh god you're talking
0: to the wrong people I, <laughs> I
3: know
2: I, I don't I'm use just makeup so wipes anymore I, I,
0: don't I use, do yeah. I'm just so lazy like and I, I don't really wear makeup the way I used to so mm. like it's rare that I'm going out with like a huge full bead or anything. So I well,
1: hear you. I, I think I use your <laughs> least favorite makeup remover, which is um cold cream albaline. <laughs> so
2: no, I think Albaline's great. I actually okay, have okay. the Albaline that like is like of the like petroleum jelly. And mm. I actually don't mind that. Like okay. there's been times where I use that, especially in the winter when like if I have to film a lot that day and maybe I did like two or three looks that day. Ooh, my skin is screaming by the end of those filming days. So, like, that Mm. thick Albaline, like, the way that it works is that you're just supposed to wipe it off. You're not even supposed to, like, rinse it off. Yeah. And my skin feels supple Mm -hmm. after I've, like, used it. I mean, it always feels like I'm going to clog my pores up, like, crazy by using it. But somehow that doesn't ever happen. Like, I don't break out or nothing happens to me. But my skin feels bouncy and smooth and young and hydrated so yeah Albalina is that girl listen she's a tried and true for a reason i know that yeah. these boys out here are using her for different purposes that she is not giving consent for <laughs> but, screaming her, her intended screaming. use is very fierce
1: yes i was gonna say i uh since using it it's like a cheaper than makeup it's cheaper than makeup wipes it's like yes. more effective than makeup wipes yes um That's i don't the really that downfall. like i'm like if you're
2: lazy about taking off the makeup there's yeah. things that'll take it off quicker than a makeup yeah. wipe yeah. the whole thing is like just the rubbing and the tugging and the pulling mm-hmm. of a makeup wipe is just so rough on the yeah. skin I know. caitlin's like stop <laughs> telling me how to live my life
0: <laughs> no i know it's just like I just, I just want it off. It's just convenient. It's convenient. <laughs> That's what
2: it is. You don't want to wet your face. You don't want to wet no, your hands. So you no. just want to take a wipe. Take and it as fast as
0: yeah, as fast. Like At I least... feel, I I feel how dry my skin is, but I don't care. So <laughs> here's the thing. At the
2: very least, take my cellar water and like drown your makeup wipe in my cellar water. At the That's very, good. if you're, if makeup wipes are gonna be your tea for yeah. as long as you live, even though they're not eco friendly either, but uh if that's gonna be your tea though at least just douse it in like micellar water so it can just help with just getting it off so much quicker and you're not just like ripping your skin apart in the process (laughs) you got such beautiful faces look at these faces i
1: i had to stop using them because the my skin my eyes are so sensitive Uh, and Mm -hmm. that's where all all the very tight stuff or the
2: that's where the staining stuff is, girl. That's where yep. the black yeah. eyeliner yeah, goes. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the mascara... Yo, mascara. It's crazy how easy it goes on and how difficult mascara is oh, to take off. It is I know. wild to me. It is crazy. crazy. Sometimes I will wash my whole face. And then when I wipe like my face dry with a towel, suddenly the mascara decides that it wants to start coming off. And you'll see it like wipe off to the side. I'm like, are you serious, Mary? After uh- this whole whole thing that i just did this Damn is when it. you decide to jump off my lashes
1: at that point i just you know you just start blending it and you just have the millennial <laughs> yeah you, you eye. got yeah no so, the raccoon eyes yeah yeah i you know it's just like last night's beat and we're remembering it today it's and- <laughs> okay very bad <laughs> i'm screaming oh my god um
0: i can do this one yes please um, what's the best advice you'd have for makeup artists who want to stand out and get noticed?
2: I would say whatever it was that made you fall in love with the art of is what you need to hone in on because somewhere in there is like that that thing, that passion, that that inspiration point, that voice, that whole point of view is stemming from whatever that initial source of inspiration was. Like for me, it was the winged liner because to me, it was fierce. It was it was feminine. It was simple, but like effective. And if you look at my glam, it's almost like very colorful, exaggerated wings is what they always end up being. So I always say like, just do like that thing that you're like, oh, I wish that there was this. Do it. Like that is your differentiator. That is the point of view. Um, I think that that's like the biggest thing. And, and to not try to be like what you think the formula of a beauty influencer is like nothing about what I've attained was following any of those formulas. I didn't follow. I didn't, I didn't do the tongue in cheek jokes. I wasn't like overly excited about products that talk like that. Like I just, I never did any of that stuff that I see so many people do because that's the differentiator. Everyone else is doing that. So mm. why do I want? I don't want to do that. That's the whole point. So yeah, I would say that that's, that's it. That's the thing to do.
0: This is usually Martyr's question, but we're going to do this in two parts. Yes.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: So do you have... I'm going to do it like Martier asked this question.
1: <laughs> no, you're not you're, doing not. you're not doing it right.
0: I know. I'm probably not. No. Do you want to do it? No, I'll, I'll just do the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, <Mitch> Joel. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> do you have a salacious sultry incredible (laughs) out of your mind flowing story (laughs) basically what we're asking is do you have your craziest um moment either with an influencer or a celebrity that you've run into that you would like to tell the children you don't have to you can bleep out their names but do you have anything interesting to tell us
2: <laughs> um i will say that i was at battle in new york actually oh god <laughs> and um there was a there i met two celebrities that night Ooh. actually and one of them is uh just one of them is just on the street let's just say that okay. you know and um I just stopped to, like, tell them that I thought that their content was funny. I was like, hey, I just wanted to tell you, like, I think you're hilarious. Baby, that man looks so terrified. He looked, he just, I don't think he knew where he was. Like, I have no idea what was going through his head, but he was cracked out, girl. I was like, you are either, like, coked out or or something because you're like it, it just came across like it was just like nervous laugh that came out of him and i was just like awkward awkward <laughs> you are awkward and um and then i ended up hearing through the grapevine that this person like would go to the underwear parties in fire island and stuff like that and that they never would want to be in their underwear and all this stuff and <laughs> i was i don't know just just very on on brand for what i was experiencing in that at Battle Hymn. and then. Um, I will say that the other celebrity that I met at Battle Him I ended up seeing in Fire Island, ironically, and they were, it's so funny, because when I met them at Battle Him, they were like, oh, baby, I have taken every kind of everything tonight, I have been skiing the slopes, I have, you know, anything that was offered, I took. And I was like, you know what, girl, we love another celebrity death attitude <laughs>
3: no.
2: no but it's um ironically when i ran into them at, they were at the pavilion party and they looked very overdressed for the pavilion party you can tell it was their first time in fire island um but i had gone up to them because they had actually invited me and my friends that were there to this party that they were going to be throwing while they were in fire island they told us that they were going to be in fire island and um they were incredibly rude and off-putting when I approached them at the pavilion. I was like, "Hey, I don't know if you remember me. I just saw you I saw you battle him not too long ago and it was the it was just so awkward. It was it gave very much like, "Why are you talking to me?" And ooh. I was like, ooh, Okay, well, I'm going to go. I'm going to take my black ass over here. Thank oh, no. you.
1: I was just having uh, a rough night, Joel. I'm sorry.
2: Well, you know what, Stephen? <laughs> Uh, no but um i i uh yeah that was that was very interesting to me and i ended up unfollowing them anyways i was like girl i followed you because i met you at battle him and i unfollowed you because i saw you again in fire island um so i mean it's okay they didn't win their singing competition so My <laughs>
1: bet so, is on Clay Aiken at, at the
2: <laughs> moment. <laughs> Everyone's just like, "No, but Clay was with his son this whole time. What are you talking about?" Oh, oh, I God. I
0: hadn't heard the second part of that story. Until yeah, cuz
2: that was that was a new development because oh, when you man. had when I had talked to you, yeah, you had the only the first part had happened. Yeah, so when I went back, good, it I was
0: good and then
2: Oh my God. And it was so funny because like, I have like the same jewelry that they do. Like, uh, like I, that chunky chain you always see me wearing. Yeah. yeah. They had that chain on at the pavilion and I was sitting there looking, I was just like, Oh, you are, you are like who you, who you think you are? Cause right now you are amongst the commoners. You have no security detail. Like, I don't know where this tone is coming from, but you can get jumped. So <laughs> you you better, you better figure it out real quick, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> real weird. quick. Oh my God. But no, my mama raised me better. I just took my ass back. I didn't have nothing nice to say. So I said, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to let you feel very overdressed over here. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to just go back to my little corner where I was with the people that I know who have been here before. Who had the coos to tell me, you don't want to dress that much to this party, girl. <laughs> it gets hot up in this party. This mm-hmm. This cat had long pants and an oversized shirt on when I tell you at at, at the most circuitiest of the circuit parties that there are in Fire Island he, he looked like a fish out of water girl he he looked like a broken disco ball with a wet blanket on top of him like when I tell you it was just it was sad but you know what shout out to him
3: <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, screaming. I'm, I'm,
2: sure, I'm i'm sure he's doing just fine
0: oh yeah mm-hmm. i can corroborate because i saw them once on top and they were like a drunken mess and my mm-hmm. friend's like i'm getting photos i'm like like she's stumbling like i'm not taking a photo with this person oh, like, that was no. the other thing
2: girl the photo yeah. that i have with this person i should post that shit online because <laughs> people if if people, if people zoom in on that eyeliner, they're going to figure out that some things are Photoshop and some things are not Maybelline. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Okay.
1: Uh, my mouth is a agape because I don't know who we're talking about. I'm sure I'll find out <laughs> later. <laughs> um,
0: it's, it's not too hard to figure. Okay.
1: I'll, I'll ask when we're off air because I'm curious. But um, I guess that brings us to our second half of the question.
0: Yeah, we're doing a two-parter. We're doing
1: a two-parter. Um, Mixed Joelle, do you have a makeup horror story that we would like to share?
2: Uh uh makeup horror story would probably be um this one time, this one bride that I had. Oh god, I, I don't know if she'll ever I don't know if she'll ever here. But anyways, if if you know who you are, girl, hey. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, just I'm just I'm just we're just gonna make the world empathize with your struggle that day okay that's what that's what retelling this story is doing all right we are speaking your truth okay (laughs) um so this one girl she was actually very 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 much hung over from her rehearsal dinner and so everything was running behind that day i fun fact about me i am very phobic of vomit so like people who are like nauseous if i'm nauseous if people are throwing up i like genuinely have like a panic attack i don't like get sick i'm not a person that's gonna like throw up with you it's not that's not what's happening but i get like a panic attack like i don't know how to describe it like i literally it's kind of like if a person who's like an arachnophobic if they run into a spider like they like they panic like it's that so um this chick was very very much so hungover So I had already been waiting outside for like a good 45 minutes just to like, and this is now past my call time. And I was just waiting because like, oh, she's just, she's not feeling well. She had a little bit too much to drink last night. We're sorry. She's in the bathroom. She's trying to get it all out so that you can come up here, do what you need to do, blah, blah, blah. I get up there and this girl, like every, I want to say like 20 minutes is needing to, like, get up and just vomit. She needs to, like, get up and vomit because, like, she just can't keep anything down. She just wants to keep throwing up. And I always, 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 when I used to do uh, wedding makeup, I used to always ask to be there before the hairstylist because Mm -hmm. doing hair or doing makeup while a hairstylist is tugging and pulling on a head that you are trying to paint is... A nightmare. Like, it is not fun at all. And this had now gone so far past my call time with her delays and going to the bathroom that now the hairdresser's there. Girl, I am at the tail end of her makeup and I'm like tidying up her brow with like just like a pencil just to make sure that it's like nice and crisp on the edge. And this hairdresser pulls her hair back. And I end up drawing the tail end of her eyebrow and it literally goes like halfway down her temple. Mind you, her makeup is set. Like it is, it is powdered down now. Her mom was just a nightmare to work with anyways. And it was, that was honest. Like I wanted to cry. That was like a day that I was like, I want this to be over so bad because Every time she'd go to the bathroom, I'd be like, I'd be like singing La 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 to myself, holding my my fingers to my ears. And then, it, and then like just smelling, you know, the, the sick on her breath. Oh, oh, girl, it was, it was just not it. It was not it. And like, I wanted to yell so bad at that damn hairstylist for pulling on her head when they did. I'm like, why, if you see that I'm literally applying a pencil, a dark pencil at that, mm. to this white woman's face. Why would you pull her head back like that? I was so pissed off. Um, and I ended up having to like cheat with like powder foundation as best I could to like erase that long because it was literally like it, like it looked like it was like circling her orbital bone, girl. Like oh it was
3: God.
2: it was not it. It was not it. I was so mad. Um that that day was probably one of the main reasons why I was like, I am done with freelancing. Mm. Like, I am done with freelancing. Like, I hate this. I hate this so much. Um, mm. And then I would say then the run of the mill, like, oh, I'm only supposed to do the bride. And now I'm doing two bridesmaids, the, the grandmother and the mother of the bride. And, like, me thinking, like, oh, great. I'm only going to I'm going to be out of this by, like, 1030 in the morning. And now I'm not even getting out until, like, three o'clock in the afternoon. Holy shit. Like, yeah, well, yeah, because when you sit there and you're like, it's an hour, half hour per face. Like, yeah, yeah girl, yeah. like it stacks up when you start to get to the third and the fourth person. You're like, I was supposed to leave like three hours ago. What is going on here?
0: I hope um, you paid extra. They paid extra. Oh, oh,
2: 1000%. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 1000%. Like, I don't okay. start the next face until I have the payment for it.
0: Good, good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we don't, we don't play that. No. We, oh, how, what was the... Oh, I didn't know it was going to be the... Oh, <laughs> well, too bad. <laughs> Too bad, um, yeah, yeah. And then the other, yeah, it was just that. Would say those were definitely my nightmare stories, though. I'm very glad i don't freelance
1: anymore. Yeah, freelancing for especially for makeup, I can't imagine. I listen, I'm not a makeup artist, so I'm just like I don't know how y'all. I a I'm not a makeup artist, and b not friendly so I don't know how y'all do it
2: and that's the thing is that like people think that it's just that right like just showing up and applying but you also have to like sanitize your kit Mm -hmm. you have to wipe everything down all your cream products like you have to scrape off the top layer like the night before a freelance gig is a solid I would say like hour to two hours depending on what was happening the next day of just prep do I have disposable applicators? Do I have little containers so that, like, I can put their lippy inside this container and they can, like, reapply it when they need to if it comes off? Like, girl, all of that, all of that, Oof. all of that. I
0: feel like we just, like, been through a therapy session. I know.
2: <laughs> we started,
0: girl. We like
2: started.
0: We're, like, having a cathartic moment, right? <laughs>
2: All this release.
0: (laughs) Um, to to take this into a completely different direction. I know I 180, really. (laughs) Um, do you have any future projects to promote?
2: Um, right now I am, I would say I'm dusting off the YouTube channel. I'm I'm resurging that back up. I have two videos that I have edited and they're ready to be uploaded and I'm going to be starting up a new series where I go into like my favorite music videos of like the 90s or just favorite music videos in general. And I want to dissect the the makeup direction and who was the makeup artist and what, you know, just everything that I can do. Kind of like what Bailey Sarian does with Murder and Makeup Mystery. I want to do that with like pop culture and music videos and female hip hop and all of that. Like I really want to just kind of give like this like lowdown and detailed breakdown of all of it. Kind of like document not documentary style, but like infomentary style. Mm. Um and while I'm applying my makeup. And so that's what I, I want to do. I more music for sure. Um is on the horizon, like original music from me. I haven't created original music in two years, I wanna say now. Um you
0: sing? What type of yeah. music do you make? Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, I make lot. like
2: I make like a like a fusion type of music like I I kind of mix like Latin influences with R&B influences with folk influences and alternative influences and like hip-hop and Latin and just all of it's kind of like fused together so like it's kind of I don't know I always just say I I make the music I want to listen to I don't know if that ever makes sense but like that's like genuinely the only way I can describe it because I don't really know it to just have a genre like just one um but yeah yeah I want to get back into it now that I have the space to do so I want to definitely create more music and I just want to just keep pushing the creative envelope for myself and you know take people on the journey with me and yeah maybe become a travel vlogger or something I don't you know.
0: should like you're Absolutely. freaking everywhere
2: yeah you are, oh my
1: god true. especially in Japan
2: baby oh, I need, I need those gonna... videos that's what inspired it. Like, I literally me and me and my partner were sitting here going, like, oh, like, should we become like that couple that like yeah their journey? And like and I think I so. need like, to I live vicariously. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I will. Like, I'm gonna bring the GoPro. I'm gonna like yes. do all the things. Oh my god. For sure. for sure.
0: If you don't go to Tokyo Disney, I will <laughs> oh, be very I'm, upset. I,
2: I'm pretty sure that's that's I'm more than certain that's gonna happen okay. and also Nintendo World. Oh, both of them are going to happen
0: oh living the dream nintendo <laughs>
2: world's my priority oh yeah like that well, is like my priority
0: well there's two different um tokyo disney's too so there's two oh, parks well, there
2: well they're for two weeks so i'm oh wow you
0: could totally do it yeah
2: <laughs> you got time I- i'm You're gonna fine. plan
0: this trip wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: caitlin's literally gonna be like listen um you guys can't come back to the US unless you've yeah. gone here for me. Like, no, I yes. actually need y'all to go here. There's something I need y'all to pick up for me. I'm
0: going to tell you all the cat islands to go to. There's many. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot. Oh my God. There's, like,
2: I've I've just been doing nothing but watching just, like, people's journeys, going over there, what they're saying. Oh, I'm
0: going to send you videos.
2: Sushi, ramen. I'm going to send like... you, I have
0: so much TikTok of Japan
2: please do i'm <laughs> i already so far i already have a seven page guide typed out on my computer like they're, literally they're,
0: seven pages is not even enough like there's just so much to baby do. Mm. we
2: i haven't it's only seven pages because i've literally only done sushi and uh sushi and ramen mm-hmm. and like novelty places to go to i haven't covered nightlife mm. i haven't covered cafes I haven't yeah. covered bullet trains like I want to take the Pikachu train
0: you got to take the I... Hello Kitty one
2: and I would do the Hello Kitty one I wouldn't mind doing the Hello Kitty one it's cute but like girl all of it all oh, of yeah. the above I'm, I want to do the the Tokyo lab or team lab presents I think is what it is or something like that where I think like I you, talk about. it's like the immersive experience where you like walk through water and all that stuff oh that yeah yeah, yeah. I, I'm trying to do all of it like I want sleep to be the last thing on my mind when I'm out there
0: yeah, no. There's no sleep in Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. Or just For Japan. Sure.
2: And also just like hella photo shoots because I want to be under all them neon lights and stuff like that and I'm trying to get them them Instagramy shots.
0: Yeah, Harajuku all that. The location.
2: <laughs> oh, Kaylin finna send me an itinerary. I, like, wow. I'm just She's like, send
0: you send go, I gotta like, live vicariously. I'm like, I'm
1: just gonna let y'all talk because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, well, we're almost done with the podcast, but um uh, my friend um he just returned from Japan. He's an interpreter, so like he like he's given me like a whole list of like what to do. And he's invited me to go with him next time. I think he's visiting in like April of next year. Do uh, it even uh, if it's
2: that zip air that's gonna take three days to get there. Yeah, girl. Right? <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Just uh, sleep uh, in the uh, airport, buy McDonald's every day.
1: Here's the thing about japan is like so their economy they had super hyperinflation so to stop that the government like basically stopped inflation so their prices are like from the 90s so nothing's has like increased since then like everything's super regulated
2: sushi is like 14 bucks
1: (laughs) not even it's like four (laughs)
2: dollars yeah girl like it is it is outrageously cheap like ramen is like six bucks
1: the um do you know ichiran i know caitlin knows ichiran that so it's a bowl. It's like a very fancy, like traditionally style, like ramen house, um, in New York. It's it's very touristy, but like it's good ramen, and it's um yeah it's also like not a tip establishment, so like tips included in the meal. Um, it runs roughly like twenty five dollars for a bowl, but it's a really good bowl. Um, uh, in Japan, the same experience, the same everything, the same flavors, same company, six dollars. Oh my
0: like, god, yeah. are you
1: kidding me? No, no, I like found that yeah, out. Was, even like, the, the solo one,
2: me? yeah, even the solo uh ramen is like way more expensive here yeah. than it is over there. It's like, crazy, way more expensive. It's like six bucks, like maybe six fifty, in Japan, and uh, here it's like 20 something oh, if yeah. you want to yeah. have like yeah. solo ramen.
1: Um, oh. uh, definitely, I would suggest bringing like another suitcase because. The the thrifting. So I was
2: gonna mail everything back if I'm being uh, honest with you. Okay.
1: Because
2: like... I'm gonna
0: have a whole list of stuff I need <laughs> you to get. <laughs> if you knew how much money I spend on like products from Japan, it's just it's too much money.
2: <laughs> um, Maybe uh... I'm watching these videos going like do I make enough money to like yeah make yeah. a dent in everything I'm wanting to do over I there? Know. Because it sounds like I'm gonna have to hold myself out a little bit. I, oh, I, no, it, it sounds like I may need to. I may need to. I may need to be a hoe for a little bit. You're I don't know. Need like ten
0: more sponsorships.
2: Uh, <laughs> I've been applying to sponsorships like crazy. You
0: should. I'm sure like people would have you like promote whatever.
2: I I have been trying, girl. We will see, but I don't know. I don't know.
0: Well, I I you were talking about like not not necessarily wanting to be noticed. I'm like they're gonna notice you when you
2: go. Oh, I know. Over there, I was even wondering. I'm like, should I even bring makeup? Oh, you will oh, yeah. be fine. Yeah, you'll be yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because right, I was yeah. gonna, I was gonna say that should even be one of my vlogs is like being a, being a like a makeup boy in Tokyo, like and it just would kind even, of like, like
0: think about it. It's,
1: okay. I think it's more of like American and also like
2: not white. <laughs> Yeah. so exactly. yeah. yeah uh yeah i've already been told yeah i've already been told like by my one friend rico and, and he's black he's like a brother to me mm. and uh he was like oh just so you know he was like people people gonna people gonna take pictures with you like they're just gonna take pictures with you and i'm yeah. like yeah no yeah like for like no reason and he was like yeah. he's like it's not gonna happen like all the time he's like but it's gonna happen like people yeah. are gonna want to take pictures with you and i'm like yeah, it's weird. No. <laughs> Interesting. Like they're
0: gonna think you're either like a rapper, basketball player. Like they always yeah. think it's like a celebrity, like like a yeah. like celebrity. You know what I mean?
2: It's 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 very
1: weird. Honestly,
2: um, I, I kind of live for that. Like that's the kind of joy I want to live with. Every day. Like, that's that you just see someone that just looks different. You're like you must be something real special. <laughs> you, know, like, you, you are real special. Walk around these parts. <laughs> Can I take a picture with you? Because you are special that is that is very like i'm trying to live with that kind of joy
0: that's one way to look
2: i know oh my god you don't look like anybody around here at
0: least they want a photo
2: (laughs) yeah like like can i take a picture with you nobody ever no one's gonna believe that i saw you like girl you don't even know who i am (laughs) what are you talking about
0: Oh my
1: god. i'm screaming oh my god okay we need to K- wrap this up <laughs> yeah caitlin Caitlyn asked the last question
0: okay uh where do you want to take your artistry in the future
2: honestly i just i would love if if i ever did get into makeup for other people i would love to be a celebrity makeup artist i would love to like be peripheral to that lifestyle but not have to be in the middle of it um I would love to do, like, Nicki Minaj's makeup or, like, oh, God, like, Zendaya or I would just, I would just, there are so many people that I would just kill to do their makeup. Um, Even Billy Porter or T.S. Madison, like, I would love, love, love to do their makeup. Um, JLo, you know, anybody like that. I think that that's, like, just, or even just, like, fashion shows, but that's one way I can go. Or the other thing is just like, just continue to grow the brand and become more like that. People just know me for what I am and less for just this thing that I do. Um, I think that would be ideal as well. I want to be an actor. I want to like get into film work and I just don't want things. to There is no ceiling for me. I just want to keep showing myself that there's like no limitation and there's no one route that like, it's a spider web of possibilities. Like, so yeah, I'm just kind of like wherever inspiration takes me, you know. I
1: love that. Oh my God. Aww. <laughs> Aww.
2: Um.
1: No. Uh. Well, thank you, babe, for joining us. This yeah. was a thank very you special. For happy. having me, this of was course. so much fun. Oh my God. Any anytime, we I love talking to you. Bitch, you, you get it. You get it.
2: <laughs> I love y'all. Y'all, y'all get it. Y'all get um, it. <laughs>
1: um okay we lied we have one more question i
0: was like yeah (laughs) you didn't finish
1: (laughs) where can the kids find you online
2: oh okay you can find me on pretty much any social media platform on anything as it's me joel c like literally you have to spell out it's me too people like think that i'm saying it's me joel c and they'll just put me joel c so I-T-S-M-E-J-O-E-L-C. It's me, Joe L-C. On TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, or X, or whatever the hell the kids are calling it these these days. Mm. Um, YouTube, all that good stuff. At It's Me, Joe L-C. Blue
0: Sky. Blue Sky, yeah. I just opened the account.
1: (laughs) Oh, do you have a download code, Diva?
0: Yeah, Shafan gave me one. Oh,
1: well, give me one, bitch.
0: Uh, I'll, I'll let her know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, again, thank you so much, babe, for Yay! joining us. This is I appreciate
2: episode. y'all so much. Thank y'all so much. It's been oh. such an honor. I love talking to y'all, and I oh. hope that this is a good one for y'all. Oh, so,
1: of yeah. course, of course.
2: It's
0: gonna be a good episode.
1: Well, awesome. with, with that, my name was Martier.
0: My name was C Temper,
1: and this was.
0: We got cool.
1: Bye, kids. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
0: tepper you can follow me on instagram at c-t-e-p-p-e-r and read my book the state of drag where i interviewed 175 drag queens from around the world all proceeds go to charity on amazon.com
1: oh i love that you can follow me on instagram twitter and facebook at drag the martyr and if you have any thoughts comments dick pics send them to drag the martyr at gmail.com
0: Listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Pandora.
1: And catch up with past episodes on work.com. That's W-E-R-R-R-K dot Artwork for Wigging Out was provided by Glitter Baby Online. That's Glitter Baby Online. Thank you. <laughs>